What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Conversations with B and Key. I'm your girl, Key. And I'm B, y'all. Hey, boo. Hey, girl. How are you today? I am doing well. I am just chilling on uh, this gloomy, it's a gloomy Monday. So, um, yeah, that's, I'm just chilling today. How are you feeling? Mm, um, I've had better days, but it's all good. It's pretty gloomy over here, too. Like, I haven't been outside, but you know how now, you know, my newfound room, <laughs> <laughs> you can, like, see out the window. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like that over here, too. But I don't know. I may go take a ride later just to kind of get out, you know. Yeah, something. girl. Outside. Yeah, I mean, there, there's still some day to enjoy, you know, even if it's kind of cloudy out. So I, I actually got out this morning, um, ran some errands. You know, I did my favorite thing, went to the grocery store. Um. <laughs> Yo, okay, tell the story. Every time I talk to this girl, I promise y'all, every time she is going to either, like, I'll she'll call me, I'm like, what are you doing? I'm on my way to the store. Or it's like, I just got back from the store. And 99.9% of the time is I'm going to Albertsons. Girl, girl. so close. And um, it's the grocery store of choice, like, as compared to other grocery stores that are around me. Now, my, my favorite place, my favorite place is Sprouts Farmer's Market. But... You know, when I want to get my staples, when I need to get um, just things that we need, bread, eggs, milk, that kind of thing. I can get it from Albertsons. It's a little bit cheaper. So, and that's kind of what today's grocery room was. But I actually went to both Albertsons and Sprouts. So, um, but I still just needed like those staples. But anywho. We don't even have that out here. So whenever you like say Albertsons, it takes me back to like a little kid because we used to have that and I used to go. Mm -hmm. My mom never Stop there too much. So when I would go to Albertsons, it would be with my grandma, with my mom. She went there. Gotcha. But it closed when I was probably like eight, maybe. And so we haven't had that. So when you said that, I was like, Albertsons. Wait, we don't. Then I had to remember, oh, she in Louisiana. Yeah, we have several, like, it just like super close to us. So that's where I shop the most. But then, like, when I want to go get my, like, healthy snacks or just different, like, unique things from the grocery store, I'll usually go to Sprouts. Um, I also like Whole Foods and Trader Joe's, but I think Sprouts is closer than the other two. So that's what I will know. Trader Joe's is closer, but Sprouts is my fave. I've never been to Trader Joe's. I need to go there see what it's like. Girl, they have the best snacks. Like, I feel like Trader Joe's, if you want some really unique snacks, 
um really good stuff trader joe's but yeah it's all i just sometimes like to go just to see what they have pick up something new um but uh yeah sprouts is definitely my fave i'm gonna take a trip there one day you should i will but anyway y'all you know we always get started with a little culture you know what's going on in the news pop culture that type of thing so if y'all been watching you know our girl serena williams retired this past weekend that is crazy exactly i was just about to say that is nuts it's kind of weird to me because i feel like she's literally been playing my entire life and i know like she hasn't she's not that old but like they were doing like some throwbacks and then the night i think it was like monday or whenever it opened and like beyonce and everybody was there remember that night did you see pictures from that night from the the first night they played uh no i didn't see this week no i didn't okay well like everybody was there like beyonce and everybody but her daughter was rocking her hairstyle from when they first started like in and they were saying it was like 1999 i was like dang well i guess i was little like six so to just hear, like, I honestly didn't know she was going to retire. I just thought it was, like, the big, the, I guess, championship for tennis. I don't know what it's called. I don't watch uh, tennis the like US that, The U.S. Open? The U.S. Open? That. So, um, but I, I do love Serena and her sister. But I just, I thought it was just that. So everybody was going. But when they said she retired, I was like, dang, so she really not going to play no more at all? Yeah, I think That's she, crazy. um, yeah, and, but it's, it's crazy because, like, you know, when we were in elementary school, at least, they were, she and Venus were, like, super big, and, mm-hmm. you know, and though that's what, you know, we would dress up as for, like, career day, or Black History Month, you know, like, those were the, those were the people that we knew at the time, who were, you know, like, big uh into tennis or you know just like black women to look up to kind of thing um and so it's interesting just to see her close this chapter of her life but I know there's some other like business ventures she's interested in starting or maybe some things that she's already started that she wants to kind of focus on um so it but it's just really cool to to have been a part not really not been a part of it but you know what I mean like to know her and just to kind of yeah just witness it yeah you know, witness her that. career yeah yeah so um I I thought it's you know it's still kind of wild that it's coming to a close but at the yeah you know at the same time it's really awesome that you know we have this this black woman who has paved the way for other young black girls um who are interested in like starting a tennis career or just want to be in athletics not not necessarily just tennis but play other sports um they have someone to look up to and so it's just you know it's just really cool um so I'm I'm excited to actually see what is next for her um me too um because when you hear tennis well I know for me I automatically think of her, her yeah. and her sister, you know. So it's it, like you said, it is wild to see that like this is coming to a close. But I like that 
she's still young, you know, and full yeah. of life can do whatever it is. Cause Serena is if she's 40, it's early. Like she's around Beyonce age. But I'm gonna say like between Beyonce and LeBron, because I know that we're some of her good friends, like Beyonce was at the, the first night of the US Open and her new um she has a commercial for one of her new products. I don't remember what, but I saw the commercial. And Beyonce is on it. Beyonce is the um voice of it. Oh, she's so I know that by the way. Her huh? She's 40. She'll actually be 41 at the end of this month. Okay. So See, but still early 40s, still young yeah, enough to do whatever, young. you know? Yeah. So I think that's really good. And like you said, I'm excited to see what's next for her and even her sister. Like, how's that going to be playing without Serena, you know? Right. But um, they're both really, you know, on their own and together, like just superstars. So I know their dad should be really proud just from watching that King Richard. And I actually want to watch it again because I didn't get to watch it all. I kind of came in at the end of the movie but mm-hmm. it was really good and just seeing how much he put into those girls I love that because I know for me I'm a huge daddy's girl so when I see that like it's just so cool you know yeah no and that was a, yeah that was a really good movie and I, I wanted to also mention that how it was um also really cool to get a peek into their childhood and to kind of understand a little bit more about their upbringing and to see that relationship that they had with their dad and how he, you know, uh, was a big part of their, uh, the beginning of their career. And um, it makes me think about Dallas and the relationship he desires to have with our future uh, daughter in particular, you know, he wants to be like super close and really um, train her to be like a strong young woman and to just be able to stand on her own. And so um, when I think about mm-hmm. the relationship, yeah, when I think about the relationship that uh, Serena Williams and Venus Williams have with their dad and how, like I said, he was such an integral part of their uh, career, like you know, it, it makes me think about that. So I can't wait. Side note, I'm very excited. I can't wait. Go ahead. Be <laughs> is go ahead. All the nineties already. All of the nineties already. But you know, that's that's for another day. That's a topic for another day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so let's let's go ahead and get into our topic for today. Um, today we're doing something a little bit different. You know, uh, we don't, we've never really interviewed a co-host. Like, I don't think I've been interviewed. Um, And today we're going to, I'm going to interview Brianna because why not get to know her a little bit better? You know, if y'all have been following her for some time, if y'all have read her blogs or just seen her on social media, um, promoting her nonprofit organization, um, Scar Not Broken, or just been listening to the podcast, you know a little bit about her. But today I thought it would be really cool just to get to know you a little bit more be of course I know you very well we're besties we've been besties for a very long time but I just thought it'd be a treat for our listeners to really get to know you a little bit more so are you are you ready girl I'm 
ready. I ain't gonna lie, I'm a little nervous. Y'all, she put me in the hot seat. Don't be nervous. What she asked me. Don't but it's nervous. all good. I think it's a little cool too for y'all to get to know me a little bit better. So yeah, well, we let's get see. It. Let's get into it then, girl. So first, B, just tell just tell our listeners a little bit about you. Like, who are you at your core? Like, we want to know a little bit about you. Tell us what you want to tell us about B. Mm-hmm. Who is B? Well, <laughs> I mean, y'all know the basics. I am a sister, a big sister. I mean, if y'all not see look, she will probably y'all probably think she the big sister. <laughs> but I'm really the big sister. I'm a daughter. I am. I try to be a really good friend, but girl, you were the best. You were the best. <laughs> oh, I try, but just me, like as a person at my core, I am. I'm a God fearing woman. I always try to put God first. You know, I think that. I'm pretty nice. I am. Um, I try to always be a really good listener because at times I know that I need someone just to listen to me, you know. So I always try to be that for someone. I love being with friends and family. Family is something that's like I am really big on family. I have two pretty large families on both sides and mm-hmm. both sides are really close. So that's something that's like really important to me. Whoever married me is gonna marry into a huge family. I'm sorry. But Yo, I'm I'm married into the we not married, but I'm married into the family. Like, you know, all of the aunties are my aunties. The grandparents are my grandparents. Like it yeah, so whoever marries my best friend, yeah, you 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 it, it's really gonna be your family. Like you're really gonna take on, but it's not like you're taking it on like they just welcome you in. Um and there's so much love on that I've received um, from both sides. So yeah, family is a huge deal, huge part of Brianna's, uh, Brianna's life. So, and she right, like she said, we not married, but they love. There is not a time I talk to my grandparents, either of them, and they don't ask. You talk to Kiara, <laughs> well, when's she coming? Well, how's she doing with school? Like they're gonna ask me. My mom can call me right now. She gonna ask. When's the last time you heard you? You heard from Kiara? So, yes, family. And, I, you know, I really like that I have a pretty big family backing, especially just with some of the things I deal with, you know? Mm-hmm. So I love just knowing that they're there and in my corner. And even, like, my mom and I are extremely close as well. Like, we are a team. They know us at the hospitals. If I go in there with somebody else, they're like, oh, and who are you? Well, where's Miss Talitra? Like, so if anybody trying to kidnap me, just know somebody gonna ask. They, she not supposed to be with y'all, right? Right. Somebody's gonna know. But, but yeah, I am. Um. Well, like I said, a God fearing woman. I pray a lot. Like prayer is at the center of everything I do. I start my day with prayer and end it with prayer. But other than that, I just I have fun, you know. I like listening to music. I watch a lot of TV. Y'all know I'm a huge Beyonce fan. Shout out to her. She had a birthday yesterday. She sure did. I always joke yeah. with Dallas that his birthday. I was when he. I remember when he told me 
when his birthday was. I was like, oh, that's Beyonce's birthday. He's like, uh, yeah, but it's it's my birthday. <laughs> so he's like, uh, okay, you don't have to remind me that it's Beyonce's birthday every time my birthday comes up. Like, okay. But that's how I remember. Like, yeah. that's how I know his birthday. I'm like, oh, right. today Beyonce. Okay, let me, let me text my brother-in-law. Happy birthday. Girl. But yeah, so um, I think that's about it. So Brianna, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> tell us now. You were born with osteopetrosis, correct? Yes. So tell us a little bit about that. Tell us about um, you know what that condition has meant for you your entire life and then also how has um it shaped you as a person so okay I was born with osteopetrosis however we didn't know that until I was two years old I wasn't diagnosed until the age of two um so I was also as a result of my osteopetrosis I'm also blind as most of y'all know um, and my mom found that out when I was six months. She said she always knew because parents know their kids, you know. Yeah. But because I was born so early, I was born like six weeks premature. So they kept telling her like, oh, it'll develop. It'll come. But she was like, as time progressed, it's just like, it's not coming. You know, I don't think she could say anything because like I look, she said she'd look at me. And my daddy is the one that told me like he would make faces. And because my daddy, if y'all know him, he's really silly. Mm-hmm. And he loved little kids and like babies and stuff like that. So he said he would like make faces and stuff that he would do to his nieces and nephews. And I just wouldn't respond. So he knew that something wasn't right. So when they went to the doctor and they, my mom kept saying like, no, something isn't right. So they finally ran some tests and was like, I think she's blind. But they still didn't know the cause of it. You know, I guess they just thought like, oh. You know, she was born premature, maybe. I don't know. Wait, but at the age of two. you for a second? Uh-huh. B, I did not know you were born premature. Like, I I didn't know that. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Like, we've been friends for half of our, over half of our lives at this point. I didn't <laughs> know that. That's new to Girl, me. Yeah. That's, that's fact. My birthday was that's... supposed to be in July. Girl, I did not know that. Yes, my birthday was definitely supposed to be in July, and it is May 24th, y'all. I'm going to need y'all to know that. Don't forget it. What? It's a big holiday. You know a person. You learn something new every day. Lord, didn't know that, but anyway, good to you. Yes, but so when I when I made two, um, I broke my foot. My mom, well, my daddy told me I was playing with one of my cousins, and I bumped it on the bed or something mm-hmm. somehow, and it was a way that probably wouldn't have broken someone else's foot, but because of my disorder, my foot broke. And he said I, I didn't really cry much, but he could just tell that, like, I was babying it, you know? And he said he tried to put a shoe on it, and that's when I cried. So they knew something wasn't right. And when they took me to the hospital, they re- the doctors was telling my mom, like, my bones looked a little different. And, of course, that scared her but thankfully the doctor had just performed a study he'd just done a study on osteopetrosis so he knew Mm -hmm. and he was like no this is an osteopetrosis bone and so that's when they discovered and they realized like that's 
this what her blindness is. There's actually two types of osteopetrosis, and I have auto auto recessive rosoma, which is ARO. It's called ARO. Okay. Auto recessive rosoma. Sorry, I said it wrong. <laughs> ARO osteopetrosis, and that's the um one of the worst forms. It usually presents itself in infancy, but so the some of my the nerves in my skull are like pinched together, you know, mm-hmm. on my bones and around the eye socket. So that's why I can't see. And the um that osteopetrosis causes your bones to be extremely hard and fragile. Mm-hmm. So with this disorder, I've broken almost every bone in my body, some more than once. And you know, it's so weird because I used to think like, okay. Well, I just would wish, like, when I got grown, it wasn't going to happen no more. You know how as a kid you think, like, well, I get a big girl. No, I was wrong. But as you get older, you just kind of learn how to deal with it, you know? And, like, you asked, how has it shaped me? Mm-hmm. I think it's made me a lot stronger in so many ways. Like, as a kid, you don't really realize the severity of your health because you're a kid. You see all your cousins doing stuff, so you're going to do it. And as a kid, trust me, I rode bikes. I skated. I'm pretty sure I gave my mama several heart attacks Mm -hmm. because whatever I saw everybody else doing, I was going to do it. Yeah. But now you couldn't pay me to get on the pair of skates. I hope not. Or to ride a bike. (laughs) No. Not doing it. So I think as you get older, you just learn like, oh, I can't, you know. But it's just also made me I feel like a lot stronger just with some of the things that I've gone through. You don't realize at times the severity. Well, I know I didn't of your illness until I look back and I'm like, whoa, I made it through that. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. like even with now, as I look back over some of the things that I've endured just over this last year or even the last few years, I'm like, whoa, because when you're going through it, it's like you're in, you know? Yeah. And you're just kind of in the trenches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But as you look back over it, it's like, whoa. So, yes, I definitely will say it's made me stronger. And it's made me more appreciative. Like, I appreciate every little thing, every milestone. It's, like, something big for me. I tell myself and I tell my sister. Because I forgot to mention that when I was first diagnosed, they told my parents I wouldn't live to be 10. Wow. I'm 29 now. So I say every day I wake up, it's just a blessing, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a huge blessing, girl. Like, you've been through so many, like, so many other stages of life that you probably wouldn't have seen. You know what I mean? Like, 10? That is wild. That's definitely a blessing from God that you have made it this far and I think you're so right when you say like you appreciate every little thing and it's like when you when you have reached that point of like surviving almost 20 years longer than you were supposed to you have no choice but to like appreciate it you know what I mean like there's there's if I were in your position I wouldn't be able to do anything else but appreciate just being able to open up my eyes in the morning like and I know some people still don't like people still find reasons to to grumble or to be upset or to be uh just 
mad at the world because of the situation that they're in but I, I think I would be in the same same boat with you girl just appreciating life and and Brianna you also live life like there are a lot of individuals that I know with um with disabilities just because like when you're in the community you tend to you know like meet others who are in the same boat and I don't know many people who just live life the way that you you do like going to concerts traveling um starting to starting your own organization or even just serving as a babysitter for people like Brianna has babysit babysat more people more people's kids than like I probably have in my life there are times when I call her and she's like oh such and such is over I'm watching them their parents at work or they had this to do and I'm like girl babysitting like what you know like (laughs) you know even that's a small thing but it's also you know people trust you obviously with their kids you know and I think even that is wild I believe that people really respond to the fact that okay Brianna even though she's blind even though she has this that or the other going on like she has shown that she's responsible that you know like there's still life inside of her she can still do certain things for herself and I trust them with with them with my kids like I think it's really cool like I don't know if you ever thought about that but girl people really just trust you with their kids like I love kids, no, <laughs> but really I do, and I, I do think about that, you know, because I want people to be able to trust me with their kids, so it does make me feel good when they're like, hey, you want to watch? Sometimes I'd be like, oh, not today, <laughs> but not today. for the most part, I'm like, yes, I got you, I do, I love kids, and I try, I really do try to live life, look, I have to live life, I don't want it to live me, okay? Yeah, oh, and I love that. Because I Drake had a quote and when I remember this always was my song, the moment for life song with he and Nikki. And mm-hmm. I heard Oh, he that's said, one of my faves. Yeah. And you know, he said everybody dies, but not everybody lives. And at first I was like, that is stupid. That don't make sense when I first heard it. But when mm-hmm. I think about it, it's so true. You know, yeah. everybody exists, but are you truly living? And looking back, I will admit, and especially now, like just with everything, I won't lie. I've been in a space to where I felt like I've missed out on so much. Like, mm-hmm. so much of my teens, so much of my 20s, because a good bit of it was spent in the hospital. Yeah. Especially the last four years. Like, I've been... One summer, I was down from the summer to, like, the rest of the year, pretty much. You know? Mm-hmm. Then, after that, we're hit with the pandemic, for two years so I really wasn't doing much so it has been a lot but I just try not to let that get me down too bad and still just try to find things that I can do and even in terms of the organization just other outlets for work you know I want to show my kids one day that yes mommy has this but I still make a way for y'all you know and there's still other ways Mm mm-hmm that's awesome. And I, I mean, that also leads into my next question. Like, where do you pull your strength from? I know you mentioned that, um, you know, you're a woman of prayer. Like, is 
do you truly like rely on God for like that strength just to get up out of bed and do simple things like brush your teeth in the morning? You know what I mean? Because I know just being your best friend, like I know like you just deal with a lot of pain. So where do you draw that strength from to get up and just go every day? Yes, it definitely comes all from God because as you said, I do, I forgot to mention, but a major side effect of my disorder is chronic pain. Mm -hmm. So some days, like I can just wake up and my entire body will be hurting or it may start off okay. Like I may wake up okay, but then by the end of the day, I can barely walk, you know? Mm -hmm. And so that in itself is just a lot. And it, it sucks because it didn't start off that way, you know, as yeah. if it makes sense. Like, I've always experienced pain. And looking back, I can think of times where, like, my body, whenever I would get, like, super, super nervous or I remember I was little and I used to think, why every time I cry, my legs hurt? Like, and it's funny and it sounds weird, but it's serious. Like, every single time I would, like, cry or, like, get uptight about something like my legs would hurt the bottom like your the bone that goes from your knee to your feet yeah you know, your shin yeah. area would hurt like my the bottom of my legs would literally like throb and I never understood that but now I know that osteoporosis affects your long bones and as I get older now you of course as kids you don't process things but I know I pay attention to my body, and so I know when I get, like, uptight or super nervous, it sends my body into a flare-up. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what it was, you know? And yeah. now chronic pain, of course, is worse, because as I've gotten older, it's way worse. So I see my legs hurting a lot more now, and I know, like, oh, that's just what it is. But so, yes, my strength comes solely from God. Like, I don't know what I would do if I didn't know how to pray because mm-hmm. there are days where I literally just have to go in my room and just be like you know what? let me just pray real quick because I feel myself about to just have a break down yeah um I wanted to ask you um girl my question just escaped me oh my goodness so, okay. no, oh well uh, one thing I wanted to one thing I wanted to say was like that actually makes sense you were talking about how when you get kind of like uptight when you're tense like your body starts to hurt because even for me I don't have um osteopetrosis but when I'm stressed out when I'm anxious and if I'm in if I'm in that state for a really long time like my back starts to hurt or, you know, like my shoulders were, will hurt or my ne- neck gets really, really tense. Um, so I can only imagine how, you know, just being in that state, being anxious, being, you know, upset or crying, like I can like kind of see how you would experience um, just some additional pain from, from that. So with that being said, how do you relax? How do you try to prevent yourself from experiencing um, that additional pain? Or how do you remain calm? Like what helps you to just like decompress whenever you are in that in that state or in that frame of mind? You know, it's funny you say that because, like, I my cousin was telling me one day, she was like, you are just a naturally chill person. Like, you don't, mm-hmm. she said, you know, a lot of people just get uptight. You don't. And 
I think this disorder has like made me that way, you know, has shown mm -hmm. me like because as a kid, I remember like breaking my bone, like my leg, my femur, which is the biggest bone in your body. Mm -hmm. I've broken that bone multiple times. The left one like seven times, I think, or oh, five wow. times, and the right one like two. I mean, no, the other way around. The right one like five, and the left one like two. Okay. So I've broken that bone a lot of like several times and I remember when I was out there because when you break your femur that's the biggest bone in your body so like it's a whole thing my parents can't move me we have to call the ambulance so they called and the people came because we were like in a different state this was all new to us or whatever and they were like you're not crying that guy was like calling his friends and saying like I'm up here with a 12 year old girl she just broke her leg and she's not crying Remember last week we had that grown man that was crying? Oh, wow. Like, they could not believe it. But I learned that, like, when you get super uptight or cry, it only makes the pain worse. Hmm. So because I learned that at an early age, I just tried to stay calm in every situation. Like, I just, I don't know. I tried to, like, mostly I pray. Like, God, just please just, just help me hold it together. Mm -hmm. Hold it together. Because I know it's only going to make it worse, you know? Yeah. That's a really big life lesson for, let's say, a 12, 13-year-old to, to really, like, have learned. Um, what you said is super impactful. Like, you learn that when you cry or when you, you know, when you really, like, kind of sink into that pain, it hurts more. And I think, like, even in life, when we're not dealing with, like, physical pain it's true like we could really we could cry we can kind of wallow in our sorrow we can complain we can do all these things but it's but not it only makes go ahead it only makes it worse yeah it does like and partially because we don't really take the time to really understand like okay what's going on you know we don't really take the time to figure out how we can make the situation better or lean into prayer or, you know, we, we don't take that time when we're crying about it, when we're complaining about it. So that's really huge that um, at a young age, you were able to just kind of channel that when you were dealing with physical pain. And do you think you lean into that same mindset when you're dealing with emotional stuff, when you're dealing with just the heaviness of the world, like just regular, like 20 somethings problems. Like, do you still, because <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, we, life's crazy. Yes, girl. <laughs> but yes, I do. Especially like these last few weeks, I've really had just with going to the hospital and just, I try to, so you ask me how I decompress. That's when, like, I try just not to get super uptight. But I also try to, like, let me put on something on TV that's going to take my mind. Something funny. Yeah. Or something to where I'm not about to think about this, you know? Mm hmm And just try to think of, like, other things. Something to just take my mind off of it. My sister, whenever she's around, that girl is hilarious. Tila is hilarious. So, like, I can tell her, like, my body is hurting, and she gonna make some type of joke. Something. Oh, be go get a shot. You'll be okay. Like, something stupid that we gonna end up like. And a lot of times, she be that serious. Like, she's really not trying to 
make a joke. It's just naturally her. And then when I laugh, she'll laugh. So I like think of something that she said or something mm-hmm. and just try to, you know. I will say, and like I've probably told you this, and I know over these last few years I learned because for me, growing up, osteoporosis was just breaking a bone. And it's easy to say, like, just breaking a bone. That's still a lot in itself. Because for you guys, it may take six to eight weeks. Well, for me, it takes way longer. So a broken bone for me, depending on what it is, is anywhere from six weeks to six months to heal. Right. Mostly, awesome. actually, I take that back, 12 weeks to six months to heal. Sheesh. That's a really long time. So you already know I'm about to be down. You know, and as a kid, that's a lot. But it's like, I got used to just dealing with that. However, as I've gotten older, now it's other things, you know, other side effects have presented itself. And so I tell my mama a lot, I see opportunities is relentless, but mm-hmm. I'm just as relentless, you know? Oh, girl, I love that. I love what you just said. Oh, my gosh. Like, you're literally so, one of the strongest people I know. But that that statement just really sealed it for me. Like, you're so do you so right about that? You are relentless when it comes to just you know like you're gonna like you said you're gonna you're not gonna let life live you. You're not going to allow osteopetrosis just to consume your life. Like, girl, I love it. I love it. And also, anyone, it's not easy, but you know. Just think of it like a job. It's not easy, but you want to get your money, right? That's right. So, That's so with this, it's like, it's not easy, but I can't stay. I'm not that girl that just likes to stay in the bed all day. So, if y'all got me and y'all know I'm in the bed, something is not right. I don't like it because I feel like I'm forced to spend to- a lot of days in the bed, like, when I just get out of the hospital. Mm-hmm. So, on a normal day... I can literally be falling apart. I'm going to go. My sister always asks me, why you on the couch? Because I don't want to be closed in my room. Like, I don't, I have to get out, you know? Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And I know, so. I know you mentioned earlier that, you know, when you were younger, uh, you used to try a whole bunch of stuff, like whatever you saw your cousins doing, you were like, I'm going to do it too. It might be dangerous. I'm going to do it. Um, and that has kind of like calmed down since you've gotten older, wiser, smarter, you know, um, and really understand the uh, just the vastness or the severity of your condition. But we all have some things that, you know, we still want to try. We want to do despite the fact that we're dealing with whatever. So, Brianna, what's something that regardless of the fact that you have this bone disorder regardless of the fact that you are blind what's one thing that you still want to try and you're like "Mm, I don't really care like I still want to do it like what's something like that you still want to try that might be dangerous might be kind of wild but you still want to do it because why not I don't know. I want to learn. I really want to learn how to swim. 
Like, I really do. I want somebody, I need somebody that's, like, patient enough to show me, you know? Because mm-hmm. I really want to learn. Now, okay, so I don't know anything big, but a funny story. You asked me what I would try. Y'all, since I was little, I have always wanted to wear heels, okay? Always. <laughs> I used to play in my mom's shoes, my my aunt's shoes. Like, I, there's just been something I always wanted to do. Yeah. So once I got, like, to high school, my mama, she would, like, not buy me heels because she would be like, you're going to break your ankle. And I remember one day, I don't know where we were going, but I got so mad. And I remember telling myself, she going to stop me? I bet you I wear some heels and I'm going to buy it myself and I'm going to walk around the house. If I have to use my walker and practice walking around in my room, that's what I'm going to practice on my heels and that's what I'm going to do. Oh my gosh. I got some heels in my closet and I wear them. Girl, wear your heels. But it's like, what young woman or even young girl, like, you know, most of us want that cute pair of heels that make us feel powerful and just like, you know, as an adult, sexy, you know what I mean? Like, I get it. I get it. But friend, I hope these heels aren't high heels. I hope they aren't stilettos. I hope they're manageable uh, heights. <laughs> because Y'all, I'm, I'm afraid. Stilettos, okay? Like, it's not there yet, but I don't like to feel like I got Ken heels on. <laughs> No, Get no kidding heels, like huh? Platform heels, okay? Like, you know, the heel with, like, the bigger... Yeah. Like, like not the skinny heel. Yeah. But the, and I can wear those. I wore a pair of my cousin heels when we went to um, see Drew Hill. Like, uh-huh. the, the boots, the high boots. I wore her heels, y'all. I was so happy. I was walking around. I walked around the house just purposefully. Girl. Just so I can see that I can do it. I love that. Ooh, so you're so spicy. My best friend is spicy. Um, I, I I think that was a really cool thing to hear, girl, because like I said, you know, what what young woman or young girl doesn't want the opportunity to wear, you know, some people just don't like heels, but a lot of us do, you know, like, and I'm glad that you embrace that. And I hope that one day, one day, not tomorrow, um, not today. <laughs> you get to wear like that pair of heels. Y'all, it's coming. Okay. And I'm gonna take a picture and I'm gonna post it on Instagram. So and y'all you can... sit down and then you sit down. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Okay. <laughs> Cause we don't need no accent. <laughs> but uh, I have one more question, girl. Um, because we're nearing the end of our time. Mm-hmm. But Brianna, like what is it about your life that you want people to remember? Um, what what is it if if people gain anything from from who you are for you from you walking out the life that you walk out? What is it that you want them to to remember? Um, Probably so. The name of, of course, my organization is Scarred Nonbroken. Mm-hmm. And I really like that name because I feel that if it's for me, it came because I am literally scarred everywhere. If you look at me, there's scars going from both of my legs. Like my cousins look at it and be like, Bobo. And then they look at the other side and be like, Oh, 
like it's like Chandler face was like oh, are you okay another Bobo oh like precious. I am scarred but we aren't broken you know and I feel like if you take anything away from me just know that like I said earlier I wanted to live life like I wasn't gonna live life live me and you can do the same you know I feel like scarred not broken fits for every situation because life leaves us scarred in so many ways you know yeah and a lot of times those scars are visible scars so people wouldn't even know yeah but I just want you to know that you can still do anything it may look a little different and that's something I had to learn like just here recently and it was a hard lesson to learn like it's not gonna look like the way Kiara does things and I think it's something that my family now has to get to learn because they're on that you can't do that you can't do that yes I can you know it may not be the way you guys do it but it'll get done and that's just what I want everyone to take away is live life for how you want to live it embrace your journey I love that I love that Brianna thank you so much for um sharing with us and um allowing us to get to, even I learned something new because again I did not know that you were six weeks premature you were born six weeks before you were actually due so um I really enjoyed just getting to you know ask you questions and thank you so much for just being such an inspiration to so many people like I said earlier you're one of the strongest people that I know and your life is such a blessing to me. And I, I thank God for our friendship and um, just that I have someone who I can share with and somebody who is also just doing life despite the your circumstances. So thank you, girl. Well, let me say thank you guys for listening. I hope this like helped you guys in some kind of way also I hope it let y'all get to know me a little more um always feel free if there's anything you want to ask me whether it's about osteoporosis or how I do a certain thing if you want me to like do if you have a topic that you know you want to know something about me and you would like us to do an episode about it feel free to ask I'm pretty much an open book because I want people to learn from my life you know Mm -hmm. so I don't I mean Feel free to ask. I'm thankful that I have a best friend to do this with because I always wonder, like, if I would have friends, you know, how yeah. that would go. Because you have a lot of friends as a kid, but when you get older, it's like your desires change. I can't do as much as y'all, you know, others can. I don't drive. I don't. So when to find a friend that actually stuck with me through, especially these last two years, is it's been rough. Yeah. I mean, this year alone, has 22 got to go, y'all, just to say the least. Like, I'm so over it. But no, let's not throw it away. We, no. throw, throw it away. In the <laughs> Please. There's but, so much greatness in 2022. We're going to get through it. And so thank you guys again for listening. And thank you for always just being by my side. Love you lots. Love you too until the wheels fall off, girl. And I hope again that this helped y'all. And remember, if you have any questions or any, you know, comments or topics you would like us to discuss, submit them to scarnotbrokenorg at gmail.com. Did I say that right? <laughs>
Yeah. Yeah. I think I did. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Star with two R's. S-T-A-R-E-D. Not broken org at gmail.com. Love y'all. Bye. Bye.